Hello, hello. This is Kim Addis. I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching, and you have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching Podcast, where we welcome guests from all over the world, really leaders from all over the world, to get coached live and in person right on the podcast. Today, it's my pleasure to introduce to you my guest. His name is Steve Russell, and he comes to us from a company called Yext. Did I say it right, Steve? You did. You did. That was perfect. Amazing. So <laughs> fill us in. What is Yex? What do you do? Where are you in the world? What's happening? So basically, Yex is, um, think of it as you do uh, search every day today on, on your phone for what could be a company, could be a product, could be a service. And when you get those results back, um, typically through Google, you get a direct answer. And, and as consumers, we've been trained to kind of have that direct answer and get what we want. So right. Yex created this platform for any website that's out there, any business that is looking for what we call brand verified answers, meaning their brand is out there on search. Um, they could be promoting a product, a service, um, a job. And what's happened is in the, the digital ecosystem, when the brand is out there, um, what comes back is misinformation. And a lot of misinformation is costly and timely. And sometimes, you know, it's to, you know, get a job, you know, uh, you promote a product or whatever it is. And what we do is we surface that through a Google-like experience on uh, companies' websites all over. And we do that on the website and we do that off the website. So if you're searching for, you know, life insurance near me, we surface that on a company's website and we drive conversions through that. We give them a better experience. Uh, we drive costs down. And so we came out with this platform about a year ago. And my position is I'm a, a senior director in the financial services group. And so I cover um, financial services, which are wealth management companies, insurance companies, mortgage companies um, throughout um, throughout the world. Okay. So let me see if I can understand it from a regular Joe perspective. Yeah. Um, so if I have a website, which I do, frameofmindcoaching.com, and somebody's yep. visiting the website and they're looking for something specific, you provide the ability to search the website to help them find what they're looking for. Did I get that right? Correct. Exactly. Got it perfectly. Right there. Keep it simple. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, okay. I understand it very well. So you've been with this company for how long? Uh, over uh, two years, two and a half years. Okay. And where are you in terms of your career? When we look at like the global picture, where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? What's the sure. projection for you? Um, so, you know, it's kind of where I started with, you know, 15 plus years ago, I got involved in enterprise sales and I've been, I've worked for large enterprise companies like Microsoft and HP for a number of years. I've worked for a couple startups and, you know, now I'm, I've been with, uh, with Yext. And so my career is taking a lot of different paths where I was selling, marketing, sales leaderships, and you know, various groups within the enterprise. And so I've used a lot of those skill sets to go to different companies, right, with different technologies to help try to solve problems and, and gain that learning skill along the way. So in my career, you know, really where I am is, you know, I'm at a, a point where I've gained these skills, um, you know, with a lot of these uh, great companies and innovations. And, you know, where do I want to go, you know, eventually, you know, help people like myself or help, you know, other companies, if you will, um, with my knowledge around sales, sales process, coaching, learning um, in, in tech could be technology, it could be, it could be whatever, you know, the ultimate goal will be more of a, hey, you know, kind of a consultancy of helping companies solve problems. And, you know, you sales know problems, marketing problems. 
could be it could be really you know it's generated towards I would say sales, but really in, in general, hey, if there is a particular problem, especially now in the digital world, um, can I use those skills? And it could be small, mid-sized, uh, you know, what I would say, medium companies. What we found now with COVID, enterprise companies right have a lot of resources to tap into, but mid-sized to small companies that have been hit hard with COVID and reducing staff, you know, trying to be more digitized, trying to do more with less. They need, you know, skill sets and people to come in, try to help them take them from where they are today to, to, to uh, you know, where they want to grow. Maybe it's, like I said, a new product. Maybe it's just to get back on their feet. And so what I found is even just through um, networking, there's a lot of needed help out there. There's, you know, from a business standpoint of both sales and, and learning the business. So I think I can, I can help in a, a variety of ways. So before we jump into your challenge, because I'm kind of taking you there, yeah. uh, let me ask you one question. What do you think prevents, other than resources, what do you think prevents um, mid-sized companies from addressing or overcoming their particular problems or challenges? Like if, if you come in, what is it that you're looking for? What do you notice? What is it that's going yeah. on? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the companies that are particularly that they're owned right by an owner, what they're, they're focused on the business, right? They're operational. They know how to run a business or they know how to particularly market the product that they have developed or service, right? But they're not, they're not concentrated on, hey, how do I, if I have a sales team or if I have sales in general, how do I, how do, I do that consistently? How do I have a process? How do I have success with that so I can have somebody focus on that side of the business to drive uh, sales. Now they, they could be doing well, right. You know, just based upon their knowledge and sort of like, you know, things that they've had. But what I found is, you know, they could, they want to do more. They want to concentrate more on, you know, gaining more sales or, you know, a different way. And the whole digitized environment is really focused a lot of owners that they don't have that skill set to say, you know, yeah, I think I'm fairly decent in, the digital world, but it's changing and dynamically changing literally daily. They just don't, they don't have the time to do that. So there's, so there's a, a keeping up problem. Correct. There's okay. a keeping up problem. There's a, a process problem, you know, in regards to, you know, maintaining that. And then if the business evolves, how do they, how do they pivot? Right. And now we're, we're in a world where we have to pivot and, yep. um, and pivot rapidly. Right. Because it's not, it's not going back. It's only okay. going Okay, I get the this picture very clearly because I'm one of those entrepreneurs. Yeah. Right, let's let's dive in. What do you think is your greatest challenge at this stage in your life, career, et cetera? Sure. Um, I think it was mentioned when we were talking before is you know sort of the the rebranding, right? You're always self rebranding yourself. You know, the companies you work for have their own brand and, and the process, but it's really you, right? You incorporated that have to rebrand and continually evolve. Um, when you go along your career. So as you go through that career change or even, you know, the next evolution, how do you, how do you market yourself? You know, there's certainly other social, uh, you know, elements out there that I utilize, but is there new ways, innovative ways, things to understand about yourself to rebrand and then market that to, you know, whatever you're trying to do as the next day, as the next phase of your life. I, I only get access to the tools I know, but it'd be great to kind of understand what am I missing? What are the things that 
Um, you know, well, what, what tools do you know? Like when you say I have access to the tools that I know, like what's your kind of knee jerk reaction? Where are you going first? Sure. I mean, right the, now with you LinkedIn right now, LinkedIn's a great, right. Social business, you know, tool to get your, your message out there, right. People are putting in what I find that, you know, every day they put in, you know, content, right. And it's, and it sounds great and it's great, but a lot of that's noise too, right. You've got to focus in on, what's important. So how do you get your relevant data out there on yourself or your brand? So it captures, you know, where and who you want and to kind of clutter out the noise, I would call it, right? So then Facebook, Twitter, there's so many, you know, vehicles, right? But it's almost too much. So how do you focus and how do you maintain that? And then how do you take that and I call it like rinse and repeat, right? When you kind of can do Okay, so lots of things come to my to my mind in this conversation. And, you know, I want to say that there are two uh, directions that I encourage you to take. And those directions involve research. And the first is to really understand what you uniquely bring to the table that nobody else is bringing to the table. Uh, because there are lots of consultants out there. Lots of people are helping companies like mine with their digital marketing or their digital branding or whatever it is that you want to call it. And I think the first and most important part of it is what's the uniqueness that Steve Russell brings to the table? And why is that different from every other person out there who's promoting something that sounds similar? Mm. So just like me, I'm in the coaching industry, but I will tell you the way we coach is dramatically different from almost every other coaching company I've ever encountered. And Mm -hmm. so we definitely have a unique position, a unique view of the world, a unique way that we deliver our uh, service and get the results that we're getting. And so, you know, and, and it includes the way we coach, the journaling process, our interest in the way people think. And I think for you right now, right here, you really need to do the research on what makes you unique. And how do you do that research? Well, coaching is definitely a part of the process where you're digging in and really looking internally to say, what's really my sweet spot? What's my key strategic advantage? What do I do? What do I know? What do I understand intuitively, instinctively, or from my years of experience that I can package in a very unique way that nobody else can bring to the table? Because because it's me. And that's part, that's a huge part of the branding. And I encourage you to do that. And it could involve kind of looking back at your past experience and tying together, you know, where did you succeed in all your different roles in the past? What did you uh, achieve? How did you work with the team that was a common denominator in every single role that you played? But working with someone to really explore that piece, I would say is part A. Part B is, really understanding the pain specifically that you want to serve, right? And being able to speak to that pain. And so, you know, it's not only about creating content, you use the word relevant before, and I think that's very important. It's creating relevant content. In other words, it's being able to truly uh, express an understanding for the other person's experience. Yeah. In order to truly express understanding for another person's experience, we need to do some interviews. We need to do some research. We need to do some surveys to capture the problem effectively. So now we ha- when we have a unique offer, mm-hmm. a unique brand to 
a specific problem, now we're able to brand ourselves more effectively. So it's not so much about where do I put myself out there? We could talk about that for sure. Uh, It's more so what do I bring to the table and how do I demonstrate that I'm the right guy for this particular problem? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. So it's this no, two part approach. We always, yeah, no, we always talk about sort of like, hey, what's your elevator pitch, right? So kind of what's my unique elevator pitch, uniqueness about me, right? And then self-evaluating. Like, I love that you said going back and saying, what are the success points you've had, you know, in the history, you know, in the, in the background, and then where do you take that and then separate yourself and how do you align that to the pain points, right? Where you're trying to address more of the other you know, person, company, whatever it is. I, I think that's... And, and I want to even say that it's a little bit more than that. It's like, yeah. what is your unique vantage point? And again, I can use me as an example. When I first started coaching, I noticed that there were many coaches in the industry who had a model that was based on accountability. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if I were working with you, I'd say, okay, Steve, let's create a business plan and let's create you know, all these steps and milestones in that business plan. And as your coach, I'm going to hold you accountable. That's what a lot of coaches were doing out there. And for me internally that created a friction hmm. because I thought to myself, you know what, if I'm working with highly driven leaders, they don't need to be held accountable. And that's not the issue anyway. The yeah. issue isn't, you know, let's create a plan. It's they already have a plan, but they're not executing. Why not? What's stopping them from executing? There's something else at play. And if I can find that something else and move it out of the way, then they will succeed. And so my approach, my thinking about things was radically different from many, many coaches, especially 16 years ago. Got it. Right? Yep. Right? And so, so what's your, your point of view that's unique? What's your approach that's yep. unique? Right? How do you see things differently? And you want to start to bring that together. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now you, you've hit it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then on the other side is what are the venues where you can start to speak this language? Right. And so you're on a podcast. Podcasts are a great place to be. Yeah. And I can certainly introduce you to people who can help you be on more podcasts. Definitely. Yeah. Of course, Clubhouse, all the social media places, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those places. But I think you know, all those are easily accessible to you. The mm-hmm. real question is, what are you putting there? Who are you? What's the package? What is that vantage point that draws people your way? Like I know, again, for me, I don't mm-hmm. always see things the way everybody else sees things. Yeah. And so that's part of, you know, that unique voice. I love that. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. So we have to start with you. And we always have to start with you. That's true. <laughs> that is true. So yeah, uh, I would I would invite you and for anybody who's listening, who's thinking about branding themselves, I would invite you to ask yourself some questions. And the first question that I would ask myself is, you know, what was my experience and what ties them together? The mm-hmm. second question I would invite you to ask yourself is, so what was my point of view in all of these places? Yeah, right. And and I'll ask you to do one more thing is, what was my point of friction? Mm. In other words, where did I disagree with people? 
and why. Because when I disagree with people, that means I have a different opinion, a different point of view. And that's very insightful. Very. Right? So those are three questions that you can start with for that self-reflection. And of course, if you're looking for a coach, I know one or two that are amazing. I think I know somebody too. So that's (laughs) Any questions for me? Kim, that was literally one of the reasons I wanted to come on was sort of, you know, you think about things, right. And you want to, you have to take that first step and then all of a sudden say, okay. And you're, you're in the weeds consistently, right. Running around and thinking of things. <clears throat> and this was one of the reasons it sort of forces you, right. You know, cause you and I kind of were, were communicating prior and yeah. then locked it down and then you get the mindset and sort of getting focused in this moment to kind of like say, Hey, look, and giving me those, those three takeaways is, was invaluable. So I really appreciate, I really appreciate that. That's amazing. You, you have to go back and listen and write them down. Yeah. I want to thank you for being on the podcast, for sharing your challenge, for being willing to be open and and real with with me. Uh, For those of you who are listening, if you have a challenge that you want to share on the podcast, please reach out to me. We are definitely looking for willing guests. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Having said that, if you have a challenge that you want to talk about, but not so much on the podcast, please reach out to me as well. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. And I just want to add one more thing. Um, I'm getting a lot of comments lately on the podcast. People are listening. People are asking questions. People want follow-ups to past guests. Um, I really appreciate it. Please go to YouTube, iTunes, wherever you listen, please like and share the podcast. And if you have any questions for me, please reach out and I'd be happy to do my best to answer them. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. Until we meet again.